This Washington Post Live podcast is presented by AT&T Business, keeping your business connected today and building it for tomorrow with 5G on America's best network. You're listening to a podcast from Washington Post Live, bringing the Post's newsroom to life on stage. Democratic National Committee Chairman Tom Perez joined the Washington Post to preview the Democratic National Convention. Let's listen. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Washington Post Live's coverage of the Democratic National Convention. A little different than usual, but we are here. Our whole team, all of the reporters and columnists will be here all week featuring party leaders. And our first guest today is Mm. Tom Perez, the leader of the Democratic Party. He's also an architect for the convention this week, this week's virtual convention. Thousands of people, as we know, including me, we were hoping to be there at an arena in Milwaukee. That's where the chairman is today to watch the Democrats officially nominate Joe Biden as their nominee for president. But due to the coronavirus pandemic, the convention is virtual, uh, mostly, and it will include Vice President Biden's acceptance speech, uh, Senator Harris accepting the vice presidential nomination. And Chairman Perez, you've lined up a lot of heavy hitters in the party to keep this convention going (laughs) online. So let's talk about it. Thanks for being here. Oh, it's a pleasure to be with you and with everyone. It's an exciting week here in Milwaukee and across America. Chairman Perez, we hear a lot this year about the uh, the campaign being a referendum on President Trump, but a convention is about your party's sale, your message to the country about Joe Biden. What is your focus this week in pitching former Vice President Biden to the nation? Our focus this week is on uniting America and not talking about simply uniting the Democratic Party. We've done had great success there, but this is about uniting America. This is about telling everybody across America, you have a seat at the Democratic Party table. We will be talking about and highlighting what we're doing to build back a better America. We'll be highlighting the leadership of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, the historic partnership. We're going to be talking about the three pandemics that are confronting America, the coronavirus, the economic collapse that this president's failures have caused, and our civil rights pandemic. And we're going to be talking all week about how Democrats, our vision for building an America that works for everyone, talking about building back better. And that's what Joe Biden will do. And and it's not simply a conversation Uh, with the luminaries in the party. We're so excited to have Barack Obama and Michelle Obama and other remarkable speakers of that nature. But we're also going to have a convention across America, and people are going to hear from ordinary people doing extraordinary things. The the paramedic down in Florida, who is uh, the frontline worker, who's also a dreamer down in Florida, and he's doing God's work helping people in the throes of a pandemic. We're gonna hear from family, a family farmer who voted for Donald Trump because he trusted him and he now realizes that that trust was misplaced. So we're gonna have an, a week where we unite our nation, where we talk about our values as a party and where you see our standard bearer, Joe Biden, a man of character, a man of empathy, a man of compassion, a man of accomplishment with a bold vision uh, to build a better America and to get right to work. Day one, battle-tested. Chairman Perez, you listed the crises that are affecting uh, many Americans and their lives. So what do you want the takeaway to be about the message of the Democratic Party? Is this an upbeat and celebratory week? 
at a virtual convention, or is it a very serious tone and takeaway for the viewer? Well, we have three, we, we, we are in crisis in this country. And the question for voters this November is going to be, who can lead us out of these three crises that I have just mentioned? And what we will do this week and what we're going to do for the remaining 78 days is make the case very forcefully that Joe Biden has the character, he has the experience, he understands that you have to listen to the scientists. This president's abject failure to listen at the outset of this pandemic to the experts, his failure to respond, this notion that it's going to disappear magically. He didn't cause the coronavirus, but his botched response has resulted in tragic loss of life. We are so far behind where other countries are doing. Failures of leadership. This campaign and this election is about leadership. It's about trust. Who can you trust to help us build back a better America? Who can you trust on the pandemic, the coronavirus? Who can you trust to rebuild the economy? Who can you trust to build an America where it's not us against them, where criminal justice reform is real? And Joe Biden's track record on these issues, the Democrats' mm -hmm. vision on these issues, I think is going to take us forward. And that's what we're going to be talking about. It's a sober moment in our nation's journey. And we need a steady hand at the tiller. That's Joe Biden. And that's Kamala Harris. Chairman Perez, in any newsroom, we always have to adjust to incoming news. We have a plan sometimes for the paper, then we have to redo it uh, at the 11th hour. You've listed a lot of issues in, in the past few minutes. You have not mentioned the postal crisis. What's your plan in addressing that issue this week? And are you going to talk to the party about having election lawyers ready and a game plan for election day? Oh, we are using every tool in the toolbox and we're building even new tools because this assault on our voting is an assault on our democracy. This president can't win on the merits and so he has to cheat and it's shameful. It's absolutely shameful. He knows that vote by mail is safe, it's secure, it's easy. He does it himself, his family does it, virtually his entire cabinet does it. But now he's trying to undermine the United States Postal Service and shame on him for doing that. So many millions of Americans depend on the Postal Service for their prescription drugs or their, or their check, uh, other critical elements of their survival. And you have a president who's deliberately trying to make an institution fail so that he can win his election. But how do you here's what we're doing. As party chairman at the convention. Oh, absolutely. We're going to talk about our vision of winning. Our vision of winning requires making sure that the, uh, the voting process is fair and uh, safe and accessible to everyone. And so uh, that's why we have invested so heavily in building an unprecedented voter protection infrastructure. We've got people on the ground in every state. And what we're saying to people is this very clearly, make a plan. Go to IWillVote.com. You can, wherever you are across the country, you can get the information about whether you're registered. If you're not, you can get the information to register. You can get the information about how to vote early. Make sure you do it early. Make a plan, make it early, register, get your ballot, do that early, and get out there and vote. In addition, uh, Speaker Pelosi uh, is reconvening the Congress to address this crisis. We are using the litigation tool. We are organizing everywhere, Robert. Uh, we won an election in Wisconsin this April, even though the Republicans in that state 
uh, tried to weaponize the pandemic to suppress the vote. And the reason we won that is because we were organizing. We were using digital tools. We got people to get out there and request an absentee ballot. We went to court and we got relief so that those ballots that were sent by election day would be counted. That helped 90,000 voters get enfranchised. So we're using litigation, we're using organizing. We won handily in that state Supreme Court race because we out hustled the other side. And that organizing has enabled us down in Florida and Arizona and elsewhere to get a significant advantage in the number of people who've signed up for vote by mail. We are going to hold the Postal Service accountable for doing their job. Mm -hmm. That's what they have to do. And we will talk about this. This is a civil rights issue. When I hear people like the chief of staff to the president say, there's no, uh, you, you, you can't show that voter fraud doesn't exist. That is horse hooking. I have done that. I've gone to court when I led the civil rights division to show that vote by mail is safe, it's secure, and you shouldn't interfere with it, Mr. President. And so we're gonna continue to do this. And you know what? The American people are not gonna be deterred or intimidated by these presidents' attempt to deflect. And you will hear a lot of conversation about this at the convention. And here's the deal. People need to have options. If you wanna vote in person, you should have the right to vote in person. We should make that as easy as possible. If you wanna vote early, we should have the maximum number of early vote days so that you can minimize uh, the lines and be consistent with social distancing. And those who want to vote mm -hmm. remotely, vote by vote at home, vote by mail, vote absentee, they should be able to do that. And that's what we will continue to fight for. This is about our democracy as we know it. He's not going to get away with this. Chairman Perez, you just mentioned Mark Meadows, the White House Chief of Staff, and he's a former House member, House former House Republican. Another former House Republican, John Kasich, also the former Ohio governor, will be speaking at your party's convention. As, as tough as your message is against President Trump, beyond the Kasich speech, will there be overtures to GOP voters throughout this convention? There'll be overtures to everyone across America. This is not a convention simply for Democrats or people who voted for Democrats. John Kasich is one of a number of Republicans who will be speaking. I disagree with John Kasich on so many issues of importance, like the right to form a union, women's reproductive health. But we have widespread agreement on the fact that this president has completely obliterated the guardrails of our democracy. And again, uh, viewers tonight will hear not only from uh, uh, Governor Kasich, but they're going to hear from other Republicans who understand. Who else? This who who else, Chairman? Uh, uh, Meg Whitman, uh, Christy Todd Whitman, and you know what? You'll hear from a few more, and we're going to keep a few surprises for later in the week. You're going to hear from people across the ideological spectrum uh, of America, because what we all agree on is we need guardrails in our democracy. And, and that's what I love about Joe Biden. Joe Biden understands the politics of arithmetic. He understands that America's at its best when we engage in addition not subtraction. And in every state I go to, candidates running up and down the ticket tell me having Joe Biden at the top of the ticket with Kamala Harris is so helpful because Joe Biden's a uniter. And we need a uniter in chief, uh, a healer in chief, not a tweeter in chief and a divider in chief. And so people will see 
um, people, people will hear from leaders uh, with whom they have disagreed. But what we are all in agreement on this week and throughout is the, th that Joe Biden is the person for the job. And again, Republican, Democrat, Independent, you have a seat at the Democratic Party table because we're going to make sure you have a voice. Chairman Perez, just in the final couple minutes here, you talk about a message of unity. You're reaching out to some Republicans, featuring some Republicans who are supporting Vice President Biden. But we all remember four years ago in Philadelphia, the tensions with the Sanders delegates on the floor there. I know it's virtual, but do you expect any issues, any challenges from the Sanders delegates this time around? We've already approved the platform. The platform is a bold del uh, document. It's both uh, inspirational and aspirational. Uh, the input from Senator Sanders and others was invaluable to putting that together. Uh, the vice president and Senator Sanders convened a series of policy groups on critical issues. I, I think our platform, uh, if, you, if you have a pre-existing condition, we're going to protect you. Uh, if you are looking to make sure you can get a job that pays a wage that enables you to feed your family, that's what we're fighting for. Our platform is bold and it is inclusive. And that's what we've done. We've worked really hard over the last four years. We understand that our unity is our greatest strength and Donald Trump's worst nightmare. And we're going to make sure he has a lot of bad nights sleep between now and Election Day because we are united as a party. And this convention is about not simply our unity as a party. It's about uniting America. That's when we're at our best, when we are a United States of America. And that's what Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will bring. And are you confident, just a quick follow-up, that the Sanders camp is doing everything in their power to unite around Biden? Oh, Senator Sanders has been a great partner. I, I started working with him back in 2017 on the Unity Reform Commission. Uh, we traveled across this country together so that we could listen and learn uh, together. And everyone, that's we had the unprecedented uh, field, uh, roughly two dozen candidates running for president. Mm -hmm. And what's happening right now and what's been happening, frankly, since April, is every single one of them are working their tails off to help Joe Biden win. Uh, we've got you know, a Republican who ran for president who is helping Joe Biden win uh, this November because, let's face it, the party of Lincoln is dead. It's dead and buried. It's been replaced by the party of Trump, a far-right party that practices the politics of division. We'll probably hear some birtherism next week because they're, they're morally bankrupt. And that's why uh, we are going to win because we are organizing early. We're organizing everywhere. We've got a leadership team in Joe Biden and Kamala Harris that are uniting America around a bold vision of building back better. Uh, we're not trying to build back where we were in 2016. Mm -hmm. We're building where we need to go in 2021 and beyond. And that's what we're going to do. Well, we'll see what the party of Biden and Harris looks like this week, the party of Perez. Uh, Mr. Chairman, really appreciate your time on this busy morning. I hope you'll come back around sometime for another conversation here at the Washington Post Live. Thank you, sir. Always a pleasure to be with you. Thanks for listening. To hear more interviews from this series and other Washington Post Live programs, visit us at WashingtonPostLive.com.